Chinese retail is nothing like its Western counterpart. The president of Amazon China explains why. If I talk to a group of, let's say, Chinese, 25 to 30-year-old Chinese women, and you ask them a very simple question, which is, when did you last go to a shop? And honestly, they look at you like you're a bit stupid. So apart from fresh food, you know, they do all of their shopping online. This comes down to a lack of physical retail infrastructure in China and a burgeoning middle class with more disposable income than ever before. And because they do all of their shopping online, their experience is entirely different to what we have come to expect in the Western world. There aren't staff waiting outside the shop beckoning you in to try the latest products, nor are there staff inside helping you choose a different size. Instead, the Chinese retail experience is mostly virtual, and a lot of it comes down to what your friends think. Social shopping is a much bigger phenomenon in China and in Asia generally than you've seen in the West, and reviews matter, but obviously what my friends think matters even more. There's a Stanford professor, Amos Tversky, who illustrates the power of social shopping through what he calls the Volvo story. A colleague of his was looking to buy a new car, with the main attribute being reliability. And in order to find it, he read through tons of consumer reports on cars in order to find the right brand. Volvo kept coming up, time and time again. And these surveys were based on thousands of customer reviews, so they had to be factual, right? And rationality would point to the fact that because there were thousands of reviews, that any kind of anomaly naturally would be drowned out. All it took was one conversation to change his mind. His brother-in-law, coincidentally, had once owned a Volvo, and it was constantly in the shop. So that was it. He decided to go for a lower-rated car. Thousands of reviews blocked out by a single anomaly. It shows that we are truly social creatures. And Peter Stianovich caught up with the president of Amazon China, Doug Gur, to hear more about Chinese e-commerce trends. Hi, Doug. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you. What are the mega trends within the e-commerce market that you're starting to see? Because yeah. obviously China's yeah. interesting again. Um, anything that you've started to notice that could translate for the rest of the world? Yeah, I think there's I think there's a number of things you see. I mean, China's a super interesting market yeah. because it's it's if you like um, physical retail is less developed mm-hmm. than in the rest of the world, uh, and the technology is incredibly good. So you see a number of, if you like, sort of leapfrog characteristics. I'll give you two very simple examples. Um, If I talk to a group of, let's say, Chinese, 25 to 30-year-old Chinese women, and you ask them a very simple question, which is, when did you last go to a shop? Mm -hmm. Then honestly, they look at you like you're a bit stupid, and they go, why would I go to a shop? There is very little developed physical retail. Um, The traffic is horrendous. You're talking about cities of 10, 20, 30 million people. It's quite hard to get around. So apart from fresh food, you know, they do all of their shopping online. And therefore, their product discovery, and how do I make sure I'm finding the right products and buying the right products, is, as, as opposed to, say, in the West or in the UK or in the US, where you might do a little bit of physical store, a little bit of online, it's all online. So that changes a lot about the experience. Obviously, the product details have to be much, much higher standard. Clearly, they want information from the manufacturer or from the retailer. But actually, social shopping is a much bigger phenomenon in China and in Asia generally than you've seen in the West. And you'll see a high proportion of traffic comes from sites, you know, WeChat, Weibo, all of these things. People are just sharing product advice. What do I like? What do my friends like? You know, reviews matter. But obviously, what my friends think matters even more. So actually, that's a big phenomenon. Mm. Uh, and then the other thing you see is what I love seeing is a really, a really interesting combination of, if you like, you know, quite scruffy, very entrepreneurial sort of developed market stuff with you know very great technology. So you know, it's the only place in the world I've actually seen fully GPS-enabled bicycle rickshaws delivering products. <laughs> it's quite fun. And on the back of those trends and the use of tech in China. Is China a bellwether for the e-commerce market globally? 
I, look, I think you can learn things from every environment because in every market, typically, you know, people face different challenges and they solve different challenges. So I think there are interesting things to be learned from China. I think you can absolutely see a number of areas in which technology is leapfrogging. So we've touched a little bit about physical retail, but mobile payments is another example. Mobile payment technology in China is way ahead of anything you'll ever see in the West, and it's really impressive. You know, peer-to-peer payments, all this sort of stuff. You can go to the scruffiest-looking, you know, fruit seller on the street, and it'll take cash and WeChat mobile payment. It's amazing. Um, Equally, I think actually one of the big trends we're seeing coming out of China, which I believe is a bellwether for the rest of the world, is this whole cross-border. You know, e-commerce has historically, well, historically, for a business that's only been around a couple of decades, has tended to be quite a national game. Uh, And actually, that is clearly changing and changing quite fast. And when you look at the speed at which it's changing through a combination of government regulation, technological development, physical logistics capabilities, actually that e-commerce becoming a genuinely global business is, I think, a mega trend we'll see a lot more of. And then the other one I'd sort of, you know, an obvious thing you call out is that, you know, obviously mobile is big everywhere, but actually the speed of mobile development in China is, again, something that I would say far outstrips what we've seen in many countries in the West and, and is going down a slightly, a slightly interesting route interesting. that I would suggest to anybody is it's, it's worth investing a bit of time just understanding what's going on out there. And, and finally, with that global e-commerce outlook, what are you expecting or hoping for in the next five years? <laughs> Look, I think what we expect in the next five years and what we hope is two very simple things. We want customers, our customers in China and in the rest of the world, mm-hmm. to be able to get much greater, easier and faster access to products they want, not just domestically but globally. I think that's a huge trend. Uh, And secondly, we we hope and expect that many, many businesses, British businesses, other businesses, will become much more successful in exporting around the world. Brilliant. Doug, thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to the Hot Topics podcast. For more content, including live events and videos, visit hottopics.ht.